Cue music. That sounded more spooky than mythical. Yeah, it did. But I guess myths can be spooky. Yeah. We got some spooky stuff going on. So, Kaylin. Hi. Tell me about a book you don't remember. Um, I tried last summer, mm-hmm. a couple summers ago, to read um, Hemlock Grove. Did you okay. ever hear of that book? It's got, I've, like, I've heard of it. What's it about? Do it, you know? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of it. uh it turned into like a netflix series too which apparently didn't do too well Uh it was about like werewolves and like like mythical creatures and i was like oh i'm into that that's very on brand for me and it was a good start and then i don't know like if something happened like (laughs) there was a conflict (laughs) i feel like like there were like there were like so many plot holes and like Uh... things were missing and like maybe that and i tried to reread it like four times yeah within like a span of like three months so, like, that just shows, like, how much I could not focus on this novel and do not remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, people died. People got eaten. People were ripped in half. Uh, Love that. There was a cat. Was the I, cat the werewolf? No. Who was... Oh. Crushing, crushing my dreams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really remember too much about that novel. Okay. It wasn't that great. Mm. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound super enthusiastic. No. Okay, mine... Shout out to Miss Augustine, because I gotta. Um, we were forced to read this book about, it was like a true story or something about people hiking up Mount Everest, and there was a storm, and I don't know, like, people died, but I just remember this one character, and he died, and like all the like, hikers were like going past him, and they're like, oh, shit, there's Tom, or whoever your name is, like, guess he's frostbitten. Oh. They just left him there? I don't, like, the thing is, like, I'm not even sure that's what happened, or, like, if he got lost. I oh. remember them walking by a lot of dead people, so maybe it was him. But anyways, so then it, like, flips to his narrative, like, the dead guy, Tom, and he's like, I'm so cold. And then he's like, but no, I have a child. <laughs> then he, like, got up and found the campers. Like, he, like, up, like, he lived. But yeah, that's all I remember. And like all my classmates were like, "Oh my god, this book is so good. I love a true story." Wait, and wait, so this dude, yeah, was like was like dead. Yeah. Presumed dead. Like they left him. He was a goner. I mean, there's no coroner on the mountain, but we're assuming that this like he was man he was fr- stiff. And then he just like shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. So he's a zombie hiker. Oh shit, yeah. Like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he found the camp because he could smell their brain. Like, like how does that happen? You just like unfreeze. Like he just melted and he was fine. I maybe mean, there is the like... heat of the heat of the love of his family. I don't know. I feel bad because I'm pretty sure this is like based on a true story. So I'm just like riffing on this 
this like actual oh like this actual, this actual, actual man who actually froze to death and then actually but melted. it was it was ridiculous why is that what i was reading in like my 12th grade class and yeah like it would have been a much better story if he was a zombie like if it was following this zombie hiker on mount everest like can't eat the people can't eat the people <laughs> can't do it no that would actually be something that I'd want to remember. Yeah, I'd remember that. You read cool. You read cool books in grade twelve. I took I took advanced English in grade twelve. Like so a loser. Sorry if you're in advanced English. <laughs> you're advanced, okay. You're cool. AP English was cool. Shout out to Mr. Clark. <laughs> We're just shouting out our teachers here. Yeah, they he, need recognition. Um, like in grade twelve, it was basically like intro to university English. Mm. So of course we were reading like classics gross classics air quotes classics no they some of them were better than others we read uh gulliver's travels okay i don't remember what happened with that book either um we're we're in the (laughs) we're in the brand of school books we don't remember but we're forced to read school books is a brand like i'm sure you wrote a paper on it but you still don't know oh i totally did and (laughs) it was the worst like page of loose leaf i've ever scribbled on in my life Oh, uh, read Pride and Prejudice. Mm. That was that was actually really good. Jane Austen, what a gal. Yeah, love her stuff. What else did I read? Read some Shakespeare. Ooh, always Shakespeare. Um, the Scottish play. Oh no, wait, that was grade eleven. We read Hamlet in grade twelve. We did Hamlet and Macbeth, but I don't remember in which order. I just remember I got opinion questions wrong, and I'm still bitter. Circled the word opinion because like idea. That's my opinion. Form. Um, and I got it wrong and I still am bitter about it because the next year on like another Shakespeare test, it was like, why does Lady Macbeth wear red? Stay your, like back up your opinion. Blood. See, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't my opinion. I said she wore red because like. She looks good in red. (laughs) I said it was because of like the high passion in the family and like they're obviously like crazy, but they're like super passionate and color, like red's the color of passion and whatever. I got it wrong, and I was like, "Was it blood?" I don't know. She didn't. Tell, <laughs> she didn't tell me the right answer, but I I think that if you're listing it as an opinion question, and I reasonably back up my opinion, I should have gotten that. I'm gonna fight the rural high school school board that I was. <laughs> give, I give me that point five percent higher. I also would still like to believe that sometimes authors just make the curtains blue because they like blue curtains. That's an excellent segue into what we're doing here today. <laughs> As authors, we're making our own world. We're making up our own stuff that so we can remember it. <laughs> and you get to be here to know if it's symbolic or not. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we just want the curtains to be blue. Yeah. We don't know yet. We're going to make a world. We're going to make some creatures. We're going to... Some people. Yeah, we're going to... Plants. Do, do some stuff. I'm still sitting here wondering... How many suns are there? How many suns are there? We don't know yet. We need to find that out. Okay, so let's get started. Welcome to MIM. Make it mythical. Cue music.
of this how this world happened kaylin how did it happen do we, we could like amalgamate <laughs> amalgamate it happened through amalgamation it guys amalgamation. no there could be like i have a notebook here i'm gonna be literally mapping out the map of our world as we're writing about it check out our twitter for the photos yeah check out at make it mythical on twitter uh for to see the behind the scenes looks at my terrible drawing skills oh same i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna draw some creatures for you guys oh i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> in the next not, episode for the creatures not a great artist but let's do it anyways do we want a person to have started it or an animal oh i'm getting a little nordic in here the nine realms of erismic god which is earth is alfheim vanaheim jotunheim and asgard and that's where i come from yeah um, i kind of like the idea of just like even if it's not even like a person or an animal just like even like weather or something okay like i don't know i'm thinking like like i don't know why it was the first thing that came to mind but like just like a thunderbolt zap and like boom here's a world like Love a that. crispy fried like you know like when bugs <laughs> go up to like the zapper light yeah <laughs> every time that happens just a new universe is being created yeah a crispy fried universe. crispy fried universe mm. A CFU, if you will. <laughs> Love that. It could be like an intergalactic storm or something. Yeah. And then like enough energy or electricity or whatever the heck you want to call it builds, lightning bolts shoot out. They hit each other. Ooh, they hit each other. I was going to say each they hit Ooh, I like that. Okay. So they hit each other and all of the energy like condenses into a sphere. I, we don't want to like it, no we're not this is not a flat earth no i'm like <laughs> do we want it to be a cube no into a sphere that could get challenging to navigate <laughs> just like, how does the gravity work here at the end of the world the water just like 90 degrees the and most then, intense waterfall of your life yeah and that could be kind of cool because then that could make way for like like a different kind of like approach to seasons mm-hmm. or like a weather system yeah that could be neat if we want to get like science fiction with it like that's the thing do we want to be what, do we, what kind of a road do we want to take here do we want it to be more sci-fi i don't know or do we want it to be like i feel like we both like lean towards things more like medieval and yeah. like classic yeah so we could always just say that the world's just there like it's always just been there okay that could be part of what we mm-hmm. explore is how it was created yeah, that could go more into, like, our, when we start building our antagonist and, like, yeah. their worldviews. Mm. That could be something, like, they believe like very that. strongly. Okay, so we're going to back pocket the lightning bolts hitting each other and creating. It'll what, happen eventually. Yeah. What do we want to call our world? Oh, no. Do we want to just keep it easy and call it Mim? Mim? Yeah, for Make It Mythical? Yeah, that's the working title. Okay. Mim. I like that. So we out here in Mim. We out here in Mim. Um... Is it tropical, desert, water? I, for whatever reason, I love worlds or, like, mythical spaces with forests or woodland areas. Okay. Same. I feel that. Middle Earth was, like, Tolkien created, like, this amazing space. And, like, it's so So well flushed out. Um, And even, like, J.K. Rowling had like you know the forbidden forest Mm -hmm. and i was always super enamored by that 
you know, a lot of my favorite fantasies growing up, like, you know, you got Legend of Zelda and Kokiri yeah. Forest. Like, I was just like, yes. I mean, you, you always start in the woods mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Not always, but a like lot of stories always start, like, back in nature in the woods. I think that makes sense because, one, it gives you a good sense of the world itself, like, having a setting like that's in the woods but having it be like brush and shrubbery and like pine trees versus like somewhere it's the roots of the story and i think also like you can do like we can have like bioluminescent trees or something like i don't know we can have like weird like living vines Ooh, like like that yeah like things can be sentient like we could go like ent on this stuff yeah let's go ent on this man let's go (laughs) ent our our universe will consist of things that only have three letters in their name (laughs) okay are these the ground rules that cannot be a rule that's gonna be way too hard we will try like like we could say that all of our creatures have been named by like our main race of being and they like names that are one syllable long not having to worry about how to pronounce things no silent letters i'm a fan of like short easy names because sometimes when i read books and there's like seven letters to a name i just graze past it (laughs) when you just give up (laughs) i see the first like two letters and i'm like oh it's this guy again okay so we're in the woods we are we've established this we are in the woods what's so special about these woods um let's not have the trees have like actual leaves oh how about they have this is gonna oh, sound no. what if they're like <laughs> like gelatinous were they edible though some trees oh. or like some colors <laughs> only the purple ones are edible yeah that could be interesting i like the idea of different textures in this world yeah and i feel like that would lend itself to like the bioluminescence more mm-hmm. so i think only certain areas of this woodland world that we've created at least the space we're in right now should be bioluminescent Mm -hmm. like places that are always dark yeah there's no sun there yeah we we haven't established (laughs) a sun yet let alone two my hopes are falling there's there's no sun in that part of the woods okay is it in a cave a forest in a cave that's cool has it adapted it's that yeah that's a thing forest in a cave i'm writing that right now forest (laughs) in a cave oh my god this is a very bad cave map and there's it's just a blob Um, i I thought it was the gelatinous tree (laughs) it's just like a chunk of jello on a stick um a jello pop that's my ideal woods (laughs) i'm gonna plant if this is a grim brothers fairy tale you would die (laughs) oh i would yeah you'd be dead i'm the glutton um but how did the trees get there? Yeah, how did they get there? People planted them? Something happened. What if we don't know, but our main characters believe it has to do with like this lightning thing? Like if if we're putting them in the cave, then that might be like all they're aware of. So they're like, oh well, like the lightning oh, gave us live, the light. They live in the cave. That would make sense, right? Oh, I guess so. I just, just <laughs> I, I assume this cave was somewhere else. Mm. But I, I like that they live in the cave. Yeah. Because then it's like, they they think that that's the only part of their world. They believe it's a confined But realm. it's not. And people leave the cave. Ooh. And that's where we find our antagonist in the world of seven suns. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stuck on the sun thing. I'll try to, like, get it off my 
<laughs> but I like that because normally, and I'm looking at like other genres, like I guess like even horror specifically, mm-hmm. you always want to avoid the woods. Yeah. But like these people are in the woods and they have to leave. Are, they, whole are bio- they forced out? Or do they want to leave? I think maybe they initially want to leave and then they, maybe something happens and they have to and they're like, be oh forced God. out. Like, oh no, I gotta go now, bye. Oh. Or they get sent out mm. to do something. Yeah. Like their quest is not their own kind of thing. Okay. So like we that. have this forest in a cave. With its jelly trees. With its with the jelly trees. I guess they kind of have to be maybe more like gelatinous because there's not enough light. So they can't. Yeah. Like they can't. I don't know if photosynthesis is a thing then in this cave. Probably not. Probably not. No. I feel like we don't have to come up with the laws of nature. That's No. That is, no. We're in a primitive Chemistry world. and physics are not my they, thing. Yeah. And not for this world either. Science? Who is she? We don't know her. <laughs> we're not aware. It's just full of weird kind of strange creatures creatures and plant life but people are able to survive things are edible um yeah i want jelly yeah (laughs) the purple jelly only the purple jelly maybe sometimes red um because red Mm -hmm. is the best how does that work for weather and seasons then if they're in this cave if they're in a cave i assume something is on top of the cave like rock or something so maybe as the weather changes outside they're just not aware that that's what's changing the weather inside like if like in fall say maybe that's their like rainy season like everything is melting on the outside but for them like all the water's coming in oh okay how do you spell opposite <laughs> i am an author guys. <laughs> writing so i think it's safe to say that we've kind of indirectly established that time passes the same within the cave as outside yeah. the cave yeah like, it's measurable by the seasons yeah. kind of thing. So, while these people have been living in this cave, mm-hmm. has life been moving on outside of the cave? Like, do we want a difference in technology? Maybe, but I don't know by how much. Like, I don't think I want people to be out here, like, just Like, listening. with their cell phones? Yeah, no. I don't want to go that far. Do we want them to have wheels? Or farther? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know that's, like, a weird question. Further than the wheel. Okay, further maybe. than the wheel. I think they should have wheels. Okay. But maybe not, like, like medicine. So, like, in between the wheel and medicine. So just suffering. But with, but they have wheels, <laughs> so at least they can get around. That's true. Okay. They're not suffering. They can travel. That's true. <laughs> That's all I need. Take me they away. They can go on a trip. Um, in our favorite rocket ship. No. Sorry, that might have copyright. Uh- We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. So they have wheels, but not medicine outside of the cave. Now, are the people in the cave or whatever's living in the cave, mm-hmm. did they have, are they more advanced than the people outside of the cave or are they less advanced than the people outside the cave? I think I want them to be av- advanced in like a different way. I was thinking that too. So like if the people outside of the cave are more advanced with like tools. Yeah. And maybe like the people inside of the cave are more advanced with like medicine. Magic. Magic, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna like lean towards magic, like medicine magic. or like healing magic or magic something. Magic is like written that. in all caps with five exclamation points on my Google Doc. <laughs> Cause that was the only thing that I was like, We we need to talk about magic. Yeah. And developing a magic system is a whole other beast, but I know that somebody needs to have magic. 
yeah. in this universe. It needs to be a possibility. It's mythical. Mim is a mythical place. They have different kinds of magic. Their magic comes from different places. Oh, yeah. Because so these people were stuck in the cave. So they Maybe the don't... people outside the cave, their magic comes from the sun. Ooh. And the people inside the cave, may- maybe their magic comes from the jelly tree trees. Okay, they're not actually trees made of jello, but... <laughs> let's name these jelly trees. Jelly trees. So are we sticking to the three-letter thing as like oh, our placeholder names? Uh... The only word I can think of is mop. What does that stand for? It's just the word mop. <laughs> oh. When you're a writer, so you when you assume everything is deep and it's just like, no, the curtains are blue because I like the color blue. <laughs> I was just like, come on, Brienne, three-letter word. And my brain was just like, mop. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I feel like three I'm- letters is very little yeah i wonder if these bioluminescent trees are kind of like their light source Mm -hmm. so do we want to like base it around the word like lumo or something like luminosity luminosity that's bad (laughs) i'm shooting that down right now (laughs) it's fine you're allowed to veto my my nonsense even if they just called them like something like light Mm -hmm. like because that for them that would be light okay Let's look up words for light. Brie likes looking up words in different languages to name things. I do. That's how I name my cat. My cats. Sorry. As you're looking that up, mm-hmm. let's... I want to also... I mean, it's probably important that we also establish how they got there in the cave. They were banished. They were banished. Interesting. Like, what happened? Are we Like, if we stick to our lightning bolt theory that there was, like, some weird freak weather storm... Mm-hmm. that hit this version of some kind of earth or like habitable planet mm-hmm. and people probably like let's just assume that like we're pulling like a 100 or something and like the earth was what we know it as and then mm-hmm. years and years later after all of the damage that was done to the earth either naturally or by by humans mm-hmm. people come back or like they like life has started again somehow mm-hmm. So, like, there could be different groups of people living in different parts of this world. Mm-hmm. Or people could have come from different places. But these people were banished to the cave. Or... Maybe their ancestors... Like, if we're going back to the lightning. Mm-hmm. Maybe their ancestors, like, stumbled across it. And some people thought, like, no, this place is cursed. And then, like, the group of people who stayed were like, no, this is, like, safety. Like, this is our haven or something. Like, they... Then they were banished. They, like, actively decided that they were going to stay. And, like, the rest of the world might have been, like, okay, yeah, no. You guys are cursed now. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you stay over there. So, the Finnish word for light is valo. Pardon Ooh. my really bad pronunciation of stuff. There's solus, feni, golu, galau. I kind of like valo. Mm-hmm. That one's a good one. Valo trees. I think I want the split off of the people in the cave versus the people outside of the cave to be long enough ago that the people both inside and out have kind of forgotten about, like, the fallout that came from it. Like, this generation has no idea what's going on. Yeah. They're just like, why am I in a cave and why do you get to see the sun? Yeah. (laughs) The suns. We don't know yet. (laughs) We haven't established how many suns there are in Mim. We're getting there. Yes. So if we assume, like, how large is this map going to be? Like, are we looking, like, Middle Earth size here? So, like, I have a drawing. The cave is in the corner mm-hmm. of this. Well, it doesn't have to be in the corner. It could be in the middle, for all we know. We could expand it one way or the other. We could. But right now, I've got the cave in the corner. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming, since there are trees within the cave, that there's also trees outside of the cave. Yeah, we can assume that. So, we can assume that there's a forest surrounding this cave. Yes. Do we want to assume that people live in this forest surrounding the cave? Do we want them to live in the trees? 
There's something in those trees. Oh, interesting. Tree houses? <gasps> we love tree houses. Because they're like a more technologically advanced or like tool. They building. have ladders. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm ever stranded in the forest, the first thing I'm going to do is like, mm, need me a ladder. Need me a ladder. Yep. That's where I'm going to put all my time and energy with the ladders. Wow. Mm-hmm. I took outdoor ed. I know what's up. I can build a lean-to and a ladder now. Oh, wow, a lean-to. That's technology. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got this these forest people. They live in the trees because they have ladders and they can get there. And the people in the cave don't have ladders because... I wonder if maybe the people were, like, stuck in the cave. Oh. And not necessarily intentionally. Like, like maybe, they fell through? Maybe, yeah, or there's, like, a boulder or something blocking the entryway. Oh. Like, something happened. Like a travesty? Yeah, like during the uh, electrical nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like in like storm. when it was like Earth, Earth, it might have been like a mine or something. Yeah, and they got stuck, but there's enough of them that they were able to like start their own population and they just, and everybody else could have either just forgotten about them or yeah. maybe, maybe the cave people are the myth within the myth here. Ooh. Like the other people in like the, the treetop peoples have like ideas about I- what's going on in the cave, but yeah. can't actually know. I like that. The people in the cave have stories about the people outside the cave or like they like there's probably people who are like, no, there's nothing outside the cave. But like they know there's things outside the cave. Yeah. Like, and there's probably people who are like, no, there's nothing outside the cave because like they're, they're cranky and they don't like fun. Yeah. Or there are people who are like, no, there's things outside the cave. We have to go outside the cave. Yeah. We have to leave. And I don't know if like you're assuming this, but I feel like there's like a hole in the top of the cave. Yeah, I think so. Like, it's, like, not... Because, like, like, the trees would have to be growing towards something. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, and things are, like, crawling up the side of this cave. Like, that's what I mean by, like, like living vines and stuff. Yeah. And, like, people for, like, for, like, centuries have been, like, trying... Well, I don't know about centuries, but, like, it's a long time to be in a cave. A couple generations. A couple generations, at least, have been, like, living in this cave trying to reach, like, the top. Yeah. And there's, like, in the center of, like, this cave, however big this cave is, who knows, maybe there could be, like, different, like, little, like, sections of the cave where people live. In the center of the cave is, like, this, like, light source that shines down, and there's, like, that's, like, center of town or whatever they call mm-hmm. it, the village meeting space. They have town meetings. There's donuts and things. No, there's not donuts. They don't have donuts. <laughs> they don't, even have, they don't even have ladders. <laughs> no donuts, Caitlin. What's a meeting without donuts? That's um, true. It's just sad at that point. Um, that's where, and, like, that's where, like, because the sun is there, their magic gets stronger, and the sun, it's, like, a charging space. Like, you know, ooh. you charge crystals with the moon and stuff like that. And, like, only, only like, re- not renowned, but, like, gifted people are allowed to, like, lounge there and hang out and stuff. Oh. And then... Oh, you can't enter, like, the... The, the sun and The sun you, space. Unless you've, like, proven yourself or something. I like that. There's, like, a hierarchy system. Yeah. I'm like, because, like, what's their currency? So they've got to have some kind of hierarchy. So we, we don't need to know who's at the top of it yet or, like, no. how it breaks down. But That's like, more for character. Yeah. But this I like... Just more for developing this... Our magic system. Magic system. But I like which that. Which plays into the world. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So magic... Is sun charge. Equals sun charge. This is center of town here. <laughs> this uh, equals nice warm space. I hope all of our... Only cool people can sit in. <laughs> Only cool people can sit in the sun. I hope all of our followers on Twitter get a good kick out of these. These are bad guys. These are awful drawings. Once once we sit down and like um send me your pictures and I'll like flush them out into like more picturey pictures. Okay. So we'll post like the roughs oh, and then no. <laughs> the like not quite as roughs that yeah. are mine because they're still gonna be kinda rough. But this is literally me I'm like doodling as I'm talking, so this is interesting. <laughs> I like your original <laughs> 
fucking forest plop. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of lines for like trees, and it's just like a literally just like a circle with like a with little like stem. A little, like there's a boulder here. Yeah, because there's something blocking the entrance now. Okay, because there was like an because like lightning bolts hit something's like there's got to be like tornadoes or something like maybe the tornadoes were strong enough to like pick up rocks and of course just plop one like perfectly right in front, Ooh, or it was I like wouldn't. a rock slide like. Maybe, like, every single natural disaster in the world could have been happening at once in this place. Yeah. And, like, everybody else, like, went underground or, like, they went where they went or, like, people just died or perished or something. And then these people were in the cave, so they were fine. But now they're not fine because they've been there for too long. Mm-hmm. And life is moving on without them. Maybe they're running out of food. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because are they, like, there's got to be, like, there's gotta like be water. Fish, they eat fish, I'm assuming, if there's water. Yeah. They have plants that they've probably adapted themselves to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, like the purple jelly the purple jelly yeah there's, cer- there's certain trees that they can eat and mm-hmm. others that they can't it's like the aloe vera challenge all up in there yes okay <laughs> mim the world of aloe vera challenges <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on the back of the book that will <laughs> aloe vera challenge who will transcribe the entire podcast and it'll just be called mim the aloe vera challenge <laughs> that's the new title for episode one so there's wa- there's water in this world. Yes. There's like there's got to be. I'm assuming that there's like a river system or something that leads like, into the bottom of this cave. Yeah, because if like say it does snow in whatever region we decide to put them in, I'm just thinking snow because like we're from central Canada, we get a lot of snow. It's standard in our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So it, even if there's not snow in the cave, like the runoff and melt off from that would need to go somewhere. Like otherwise, the cave would just fill and it would become a reservoir. Yes. Yeah, I like the idea of it just, like, being kind of below, even. Yeah. And, like, everybody else on the outside has no idea where these rivers and creeks run. Mm -hmm. But they all run into this... Well, they know that they run into the cave, but they don't know how to get in there. Because the water flows out of the cave, so they can't swim up it. Yeah. So there's just, like, this lake kind Mm -hmm. of quarry system that's in this cave. Love that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is so much fun. I know. I feel like we're getting somewhere. I feel like, because we've got, like, okay, we've established the people in the cave. Yeah. We've established this tree area outside. Yes. Do we know of any other... Plant life? Plant life or biomes that we want to have here? Like, how 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 much variety do we want to give this, this realm here? I think giving a world, like, at least five, like, concrete things is enough for, like, everyone else to kind of get a sense of it. Okay. Because, like, we've got trees... Like, maybe, like, two of, like, one of the things, like, we have left and another thing we develop or have already could be, like, codependent. Okay. Like, they work together. Say we, I'm trying to think, like, we could even have, like, another vine system that, like, I want to make it, like, alive. Like, like sentient? sentient. But, like, mildly sentient. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> like, it's, like, super, like, I want to make it, like, a vine creature that's, like, super slow and, like, everyone. So, like, a worm basically are worms sentient i guess so they move yeah (laughs) (laughs) caitlin well i mean how much agency does a worm have (laughs) you're gonna have to ask the worm i can't it can't talk clearly it's not that sentient have you seen like the google like if you ask like how do worms breathe and it like slowly like it like transforms into like eye statements have you seen this no i haven't i'll look it up okay so it's how do i breathe um adventures of herman the worm 
So it says, worms do not have lungs, but I breathe through my skin. I take in oxygen through my skin and it goes right into my bloodstream. My skin must stay wet in order for the oxygen to pass through, but I am too much. Um, but if I am in too much water, I will drown. Just keep me damp, moist, and slimy. <laughs> like why yeah, does- I don't want worm vines. Okay, that's fine. We can veto that one. We don't need to keep them damp, moist, and slimy. No, no worm vines. Okay. I mean, like, they can be sentient, but, like, not like a worm. You know what I mean? No. I just I want, like, a very... be able to communicate. No, I just want, like, a very <laughs> slow-moving creature that, like, goes from, like, tree to tree or something. I think that would be cool to have, like, a section of this forest outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally, because I love like forests and all the things they can bring like mm-hmm. you can have so many different cool like creatures and, yeah like, different sections of the woods like i like the th- the idea of like even just still having a part of the woods outside yeah not have daylight like the dark woods or something and that's where you could have like slow moving vines like everything could just kind of creep constantly be creeping okay yeah we'll that keep that for yeah we'll back talk at that so let's come up with like a flower no that's a flower flower uh-huh it's pretty a flower mm-hmm. do we want this flower to be like edible do we want it to be used for the magic 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 it's a magic flower yep i like magic flowers we love magic flowers everything is magical i think ah. <laughs> my magic sound um I'll edit it over, like, underneath all those times we, like, bring up magic. It'll just go, ah, flower equals magic. Now, I'm assuming this is the flower species that they have in the cave. Mm -hmm. There's obviously a lot more happening outside the cave Mm -hmm. because they have more, you know, natural light sources. There's probably more of, like, a traditional science level of, like, evolution happening out there um, in regards to plant life and animals. Mm -hmm. So this magical flower what color should it be it's in there so i'm assuming it's also kind of bioluminescent if we want the tree what color do we want like the tree's bioluminescence to be like what kind of light will it give off because i feel like it should like contrast oh i was kind of like as we were talking about them i was kind of thinking more of like a like a kind of like a white light Mm -hmm. it's just something that like obviously things aren't going to be very green because yeah why would it be green yeah you need that kind of like photosynthesis to yeah I think the tree bark could maybe have like a it's not as like rough like maybe it's kind of like a a smooth a smoother texture like a birchy yeah but like when you like peel the like birch bark off and the tree's kind of smooth yeah do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah like that like that okay and then and I don't want I don't like we're not talking about like like clubbing like strobe light kind of level like we're not like not nothing just like like a soft glow yeah but there's enough of them in there that at night it's bright it's bright so they never really experience like total darkness even though they're in a cave which is ironic but kind of interesting love that so then when they first go outside they'd be like hello excuse me hello hello (laughs) why don't your trees glow (laughs) yeah and they go outside and there's like no glowing anything because like culture shock sun so (laughs) (laughs) yeah things don't need to just produce their own light yeah i think the flower yeah, I like that it would kind of be not necessarily mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Is there, like, a color to this flower, like a pigment? Like, what about it makes it magic? I kind of want it look to look like a Delilah. What does that look like? <laughs> they look like, like, they're, like, roundish. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can draw that. I'm trying to think, like, just because of the way the leaves are shaped, like, they look like little, like, cuppies. Yeah. So maybe something, like, sits in, like, the base of those cuppies, and that's the good stuff? The good stuff? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. I know what you mean. (laughs) Okay. Magical flowers inside the cuppy is good stuff. Now, these flowers, I'm assuming, were there before, maybe? Yeah. Before the cave incident. And these trees... We don't need to get into how the trees are there. Maybe we'll figure that out after as we They're gelatinous trees. They're just... The we, mythology more. We don't question their magic. No, the trees have all the power here. Yeah. That's what we really need to remember. Yes. That's all we need to know. It's actually not bad drawing of Delilah. If I'm no, that's pretty good. Toot my own horn here. Um, wow. She draws. <laughs> she's creative. Ooh, she artsy. She better be. She's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a magic flower. Okay. This is actually a drawing I'd be willing to share on Twitter. <laughs> Excellent. And inside the little cuppies, there's if the trees give off white light, magic. Magic. magic do we want inside. do we want the good stuff inside these little cuppies to be like I want to say like a navy blue or something? Like like darker? they're dyed slightly navy like the inside yeah. flower. It could be. And like if is it like what if you consume it or like if you yeah. like like smoke it or bathe in it or what i don't know or if you're just exposed to it for certain periods of time like does everybody in this cave have magic or is it only certain people have magic i think it would be a select few if it was everyone make no sense yeah because then like how would we have an antagonist is it hereditary is that where the hierarchy comes from must be i feel like that would make sense but i feel like we could also go the harry potter route and like sometimes people just have it Mm -hmm. like they're just born with it like they're like the muggles of this cave yeah and sometimes people are and like in that's, the cave. and that's how people like rise to power and fall from power mm, interesting so then we kind of have like a shift yeah in the system because like if the same people held power forever then that wouldn't be great i wonder if this flower just enhances the magic and isn't necessarily the source of it mm-hmm. yes maybe the people just had magic all along it like awakens it oh maybe Ooh, and that's why they started going to the cave yeah because they fa- figured that out mm-hmm. i like that Okay. okay magic inside always been there <laughs> we're all magic and if the magic comes from the sun these flowers probably the whole center of this i'm assuming the center of this like little cave life yeah. system community is actually quite large yeah like it's probably just like this giant like field in the middle and maybe there's like one giant like real tree yeah and these flowers can like grow off of it or like Ooh. around it yeah because they have the magic sun above this cave or like the it's the sun that was created because of the electrical charge from the intergalactic whatever the hell Ooh, happened. maybe maybe the lightning didn't hit the world it hit the sun it hit the sun <laughs> it hit the sun and then other little suns started popping up yeah around from this main the baby sun. suns the baby sun the mother sun <laughs> the, the mother sun <laughs> mother sun episode title right there mother son <laughs> people will be like um what right son with a u not with an o no it's not a mom's son it's a, it's the main son the big daddy son no <laughs> not the big daddy son i like the mother son and all the little bobby sons so mother son hit by lightning lightning <laughs> galactic lightning galactic lightning yes galactic lightning so now the sun is like cool like weirdly charged like you know how we get like uv rays there's like some sort of weird like magic rays 
magic violet rays. I love that. MV rays. <laughs> <laughs> Writing it down. Thank you. MV rays. And the cave is, of course, right underneath this freaking sun. This is the cave. Okay. There's a hole in the top of the cave. It shines down. Look, a tree, a field, flowers. And then everybody was like, oh, like when people first started coming here, they're probably like, what? Yeah. What is this? What kind of place is this? Because I'm assuming yeah. that this happened, like, after. Yeah. The, like, people, like, discovered this cave more so after the lightning strike. Yeah. Um, and they decided to stay there. And they kind of, like, secluded themselves from the rest of this mim that we've created. Yeah. And people were like, can we have the magic, too? And they're like, no. no. Yeah. I like that. They're, like, they're mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mim mean people. The mean mims. <laughs> We still have to name our main race of people, but they're going to be dicks, they're... basically. <laughs> because what fun is having your main, like, community of people be nice? Yeah. There's no conflict in that. No. We we love a good conflict here. And there we, go. right. we stand so, a conflict. I've written down um, mostly what we've been talking about here with the whole... Um, sun and kind of developing the magic system and how it can be different in different parts of men yeah so the sun was hit by um lightning yes charged by an intergalactic energy source that we don't need to explain <laughs> our, main right our main characters don't know it so we don't need to know it right now no we'll discover it with them it's a team yes. effort so the sun now sends off supercharged rays okay and i wrote a note here a sun flare, because obviously when the sun got hit by lightning bolts, it exploded. Yeah. Because I don't understand physics and science, but I understand that that would happen. Yeah. Uh, the sun flare hit Earth, and it either restarted or recharged the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, maybe it wasn't, like, a super damaging thing, because maybe, like, a lot of the energy was, like, absorbed back up into, like, wherever the yeah. lightning came from as well. Um, so now, this mother sun that we've Dubbed so it. affectionately called it. Um, shines over this cave yes where these people were when this happened mm -hmm. so their development of the magic and everything is different not necessarily better or worse but just different from the people who were outside or like maybe underground or like in different parts mm -hmm. hidden and covered by this weird charge yeah. of energy so people exposed to it have heightened magic abilities whatever those are of different we'll figure it out we'll figure that out yeah People outside cave do too, but it's different mm -hmm. um, because they're exposed to more suns, mm -hmm. uh, which raised the question if there are like multiple suns that kind of came off from this mother storm yeah. or mother sun, is it ever actually nighttime in this world or the people in the cave are the only ones who experience darkness? That's a good question. And if it's not, if there are no moons, yes, then all of the water is standstill. Hmm. That's true. Okay. Which would mean that we could have people, like, living in the water or, like, we could have more things going on in the water as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, if there's trees, there's definitely got to be water of some yeah, sort. Yeah, definitely. Like, for sure, it still rains and stuff. But yeah. if all of the water is standstill, then maybe there could just be, like, some large body of water somewhere. Because mm -hmm. all the water would have to go somewhere. Like, even mm -hmm. if there's no tides in the ocean, yeah. 
because if the sun flare hit like even if it wasn't like super damaging yeah that's still a lot of heat like that's gonna dry up a lot of the water on this planet yeah okay so if there's not super large bodies of water there's probably more different like levels if we're thinking that this was like earth so like you have like obviously the ocean goes deeper than um like the land mass yeah so you have like new kind of like levels of land mass you have like something like super low like down in like where there used to be like a body of water like a sea or something like you know like in between like um like africa and like europe there's like whatever sea is over there yeah the black sea that's not the black sea is it i don't know but i don't know whatever there's a giant body of water and that could be like completely gone now like we don't know i'm just i'm just thinking yeah because if there's so many suns then like would it ever be dark out like i feel like everything would just kind of like constantly be rotating and you'd never experience total darkness outside the cave i feel like it would get dark sometimes like you know how sometimes like the planets line up oh so they would oh but they would experience like way more eclipses than we do then because there's way more suns to deal with yeah more eclipses but would it be like a sun to sun eclipse or like do we want a moon because an eclipse requires something to pass in front of the sun, yeah. right? So we need it. But the least... moon maybe is too far away now. Yeah, like the heat pushed it back. Mm-hmm. Like back just far enough that like it's not affecting Earth's gravity nearly as much. Yeah. And like maybe different like yeah. meteors. Maybe that's how the suns came to be like different meteors or asteroids or things that were floating around mm-hmm. Earth's orbit at the time of the storm that were brought in by it. Yeah. Got like supercharged by this intergalactic energy mm-hmm. and now they give off energy as well and they became suns okay that's not how suns are i know that that's not what happens <laughs> don't at me here <laughs> but this is magic lightning we're talking about and, mim <laughs> so this is our universe this is my world i can make it that way i want to okay yeah i like that the cave is like the like one of magical hot spots i'm mm-hmm. assuming there's oh others. there's definitely more yeah but like that's the one like we're gonna focus on for now and like if yes. this was a book like another magical hot spot i feel like would come in like much later or oh, yes. in like a second or third installment and there like, yeah oh yeah and there would be other magical like we, yeah in this cave it's this gigantic tree that grows yeah. in the middle of the cave and the flowers that grow off of it even yeah. more so Whereas, like, somewhere else, it could be a fish. I, know, like a f- I was, I was, I was <laughs> actually thinking of fish, but I was like, I'm not going to say fish. It could be a fish. It's a fish. The magic fish. It's a super salmon. <laughs> <laughs> the magical mahi-mahi. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, no. Okay. We'll, we'll pocket that magic yeah. fish question mark in the Google Doc. Magic fish question mark? Magic fish? okay um so yes this cave in the center of the light beam grows this tree off the tree grows our magical cuppy delilahs inside the magical cuppy delilahs is the magic juice hey there delilah hey there delilah what's it like in new york (laughs) what's it like living in the cave you're like like a few feet away but, but I've never seen you because we're not allowed to go in the cave because mom says it's dangerous. 
Mom says crazy people live in the cave. Mom says crazy people. My mom told me that crazy people. Yeah, like the kids who live outside the cave probably have so many rumors about yeah, what's, what's going, going on, on in the cave. And like the people in the cave are like, no, leave. Like, no. The people, yeah, the, pe- the people in the cave were probably like, get off my lawn. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just like, please, I'm just trying to live here. That's the general mindset of the people yeah. in the cave. Or like the older people in the cave. I feel like our yeah, protagonist like the would old- be like a younger rebel. Oh, yeah, they probably would have no idea that there's actually life yeah. outside the cave. The older people are like, I don't want to go back out there. Like, well guarded secret. Yeah. Like, if I go out there, maybe my magic will leave. Like, that could be their fear. Oh, the older people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because they wouldn't be exposed to the flowers yeah it'd be a different light source these people are probably like super pale like it could even be dangerous for them to leave the cave oh yeah have they been in the cave long enough to be like adapted to the ecosystem well i mean definitely the younger generations like if we're thinking there's got to be at least three generations Mm -hmm. of people because like there would be some mild adaptations oh for sure maybe not for the older people as much yeah but definitely for the like the newer generation Mm -hmm. like even if there's like a fourth generation coming up like we don't know yeah we don't know how many people started in this cave, but yeah, I feel like they're like nothing too like severe that like as soon as they go out they'd like crisp up. Yeah, we don't want them to be because they do. They crisp. can be exposed to the sun. Yeah, like I feel like when a child is born, they might even just be like kept in like the circle for like mm-hmm. or like brought to the circle regularly, and then like if you show signs of magic, yeah, you're allowed to you get to stay in the circle longer. Yeah, but if you don't, then like okay, bye. To the corners you go. Yes, of the cave, the mm-hmm. dark, the to the dark corners you go go hang out by the bioluminescent trees that's your nightlight the sun is not for you (laughs) okay i like that i want there to be like a ceremony with the flowers like if there's something in the cups i was thinking like because like if they're i want to say like religion but it's not like a religion but i guess it would be it's just a belief system is like the magic in the sun and all that stuff i want them to like take whatever it's like in the cups and like paint their faces with it or like their eyelids or something they can see the magic yeah because like i feel like things get absorbed through the mouth and the eyes mm-hmm. rather quickly oh yeah like oh well yeah like i was thinking like they would right like there. they would like eat yeah eat the flower or like have to like chew it yeah and like the whatever kind of magic i don't know yeah it like, like stains their mouth the purple or yeah. something oh interesting they all have like purple tongues or something yeah the magic people have purple Ooh, tongues they're like giraffes i like that <laughs> we'll call our main race of people the raffy no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. We don't have any other names right now. No, I don't like the Raffy. No, just the drafts. The drafts. Ooh, that's good. When, when your main race of people is just a giraffe. <laughs> the drafts. I they like mean. that. Okay, so the drafts are the main people. They're mean magical purple tongues they kind of like worship the sun and the flowers mm-hmm. like worship in quotation oh i should copy paste this into the google Doc. yeah i wouldn't say that they like worship or necessarily like praise it or like have i guess like ritual yes pretty I much think, every culture i think it's more like not obsession but like fixation on it even if it's just like like they like you like we learn things we know things but yeah. we're not obsessed with them but yeah. like we're aware that like oh like you know if i want to brush my teeth or like oh mm-hmm. like if i you know we know where things are or where they come from like yeah you, these are things that we do daily so it becomes more of a ritual yeah i feel like the only thing about the flowers that they might be considered obsessed with is like the protection of it oh yeah for sure yeah because like, like that's you're not their... allowed to pick the flowers yeah 
Like you can only pick the petals or something and like the outside petals. You can't damage the roots because yeah. they're worried. Because the flowers came from like the first storm. Yeah. And like maybe like a bolt of lightning struck down through the That's like, where the whole hit, came it, from. It, it hit the cave and that's where the hole came from mm-hmm. and then this tree is growing out of like this rock or whatever that got mm-hmm. stuck in the bottom of the cave from like all the shattering that happened at yeah. the top and they're worried that because there hasn't been another lightning storm that was like the freak freak of nature yeah. thing that happened that if you pick the roots of the flowers the magic will die with will it die with it yeah or they won't be able to advance their magic anymore yes. and like have like learn okay more excellent what kind of magic do we want them to like focus on like if we're having the people outside the cave be more technological and the people inside the cave more magical do we want it i kind of want them to be like assholes but like also have like really strong healing magic yeah i was thinking healing too because like what else can you really do like if they had like telekinetic powers they could have just move left yeah (laughs) yeah they could have just moved some stuff around and like yeah I'm sure they're able to leave, but it probably... Like, I'm sure they're able to leave the cave. Like, maybe there isn't anything blocking the way out, but it might take a very long time for them to get out of the cave. And, like, it might... That could be, like, part of, like, when we start developing our our plot. It could be part of, like, our Mm -hmm. protagonist's journey is, like, getting out the damn cave. Yeah. How do we leave? Like, maybe our main tag... Our main tag... (laughs) Maybe our main character has, like, a different branch of magic that, like, came with him. That allows them to leave. Yeah. I could just sneak away. Yeah. Get out of here. You guys are super mean. <laughs> I want to go be with the... I want to go climb a ladder. I'm a, I'm a son, <laughs> They baby. have wheels. <laughs> Mama, what's a wheel? Help. So, we've we've established our main... Uh, our main Starting setting. point. Yeah. Uh, with our setting. We kind of established a magic system of sorts already. Yeah. We're already starting to talk about our protagonist and where they're gonna go and where they come from what they're doing so let's uh to lead into next episode let's pick a name for our main dude for for our main dude it's a dude oh i don't know oh i'm fine if it's a dude i don't care i've never written a main character that was a girl before honestly do we want it to be a girl it can be yeah let's do that okay What, what do we want her name to be well, I feel like she would have, you were talking about she was like a, like a sun baby. Yeah. So something, some kind of name to do with like, like light or sun mm. or yes, maybe a name that's kind of like star. Mm. Cause like maybe mm-hmm. her mama was like a cool mom Ooh. and she or like her dad i don't know who raised her we, we like don't know a, that yet we like a cool mom but um her grandma we don't know mm-hmm. uh knows like where like like the sun like origins of the sun and like the original sun and yeah. knows that it was a star and maybe mm-hmm. like she like she was like oh i sense something about this child yeah not like oh she gonna be a star but like oh like she comes from like the stars mm-hmm. or like she's different because she has like a different kind of a magic source yeah. like maybe she gets more of her energy from like original stars so yeah like maybe there are stars but like they mm-hmm. come like show up differently because there's not as many moons like yeah. it's not as dark so words for star there's is our stir <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter stir um stella 
Stella. Stella. <laughs> Not naming Stella. Stella. <laughs> Stia. Saren. Estrella. I often take like two words and just mash them together for yeah. my names. Stern. The languages I can't read. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to pronounce a Danish word. Yeah, we can't. No, Sorry. We can't read that. Sorry to our Danish fans. Um, Quintana. I don't even know what language that is. I don't know. Stello. <laughs> I saw that. Bituin. Saren. Ooh, That's like Welsh. That. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So Saren. That's her name. Saren. That's that's the name we're working with. I like it. Okay. Do you want to take us out or do you want me to take us out? You can take us out. Take me Sorry. to the ball game. Take oh, I was going with like like Franz Ferdinand. Oh, sorry. But hey, we <laughs> love we love sports in this house too, everyone. She says that she wears her Jets baseball cap. We are on brand today. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into the first episode of Make It Mythical here with myself and Kaylin. We're super excited to have you back next week to listen to us talk about and develop our world a little bit more and figure out what Saren's doing and who she's trying to fight against. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. On next week's roster, we have, we're going to plan our story a little bit more. We're going to talk about any plot holes or magical things that could really throw our main character for a loop. Um, any mythical objects or artifacts that could tie into it. What the goal is and what are our antagonists doing? Where do they come from? Who hurt them? We may also finally establish exactly how many sons there are in this world. <laughs> we have a mother's son. How many babies are there? Let's... Find out on next week's episode of Make It Mythical. Thanks. Bye.